welcome to the Bikers Church Midrand Podcast. It's great to have you join us for this week's episode. We hope that you find this valuable for your daily life. Good morning. It's always such an incredible honor and a privilege to be given the opportunity to share with you. So two weeks ago, I was visiting with a friend of mine who had been asked to be a bridesmaid at a wedding. And like any girl, we get crazy excited because we get to make beautiful dresses and put on makeup and have good photos taken. And so she had gone and found the dress that um, she wanted the dressmaker to make for her, had a good picture of it. And then she continued to show me the picture of the dress that was made. And she looked at me and she said, Nat, it's not supposed to be like this. Makes me think of another story. So last week I decided to change our menu up a little bit. I thought I'll get creative, stop being so boring with uh, all the meals we keep using over and over again. So I got this recipe and um, I followed it almost correctly, changed things up a little bit, uh, got really excited to put it on the table for the family. And as I did, I sat there anticipating, now what's the response going to be? And it was quiet, and um, I tasted it myself, and I watched the expressions, and the words that came out of my mouth was, it's not supposed to taste like this. But on a more serious note, I think often um, of the stories that we get to hear of people, every day, every week, where we hear about your journeys of, um, of pain and disappointment and loss, and you, you come to us for advice, and uh, we, we find ourselves, us and you, saying, but it's not supposed to be this way. And um, as Jesus followers, we, our faith is, is shaken, and and questions arise, and we say, but, but a good God and a good Father, why does he allow good things to happen to, to us? Um, and sometimes it's quite a, a, a severe moment for us where uh, we come to this place of like a, a dead end or a stop street, but even more so a, a dead end in our journey with our walk with the Lord. And for people who have not chosen to, to call themselves a Jesus follower, sometimes the, the pain in their lives and the, the circumstances, the tough circumstances, stop them from even considering um, trusting Jesus as their Savior and uh, giving their lives over to the Lord. Because why would a good God let bad things happen to his people? And... Again, it brings us to this dead end in in our journey. And we find ourselves asking the question or making the statement, but it's just not supposed to be this way. So I want to ask you this question. How many of you have been in transit before? Transit is this space between where we've come from and where we are going. But if you've traveled internationally, that will make a lot of sense to you because it's often the space where we've got this nine-hour or 11-hour layover where um, 
we, there's some good things that happen in transit and there's some unpleasant things that happen. So the good things are we get to see all these interesting people. We're excited about where we're going. We've got the pamphlets, the pictures about that destination that we've been dreaming about. But we probably need to sleep on really uncomfortable chairs. Right, we get to walk around shops where we can't afford anything, so we can't buy anything. Um, we are lugging our luggage around. We're probably very uncomfortable at times. We may even be cold. If you haven't traveled internationally, well, think of that trip where you headed down to Cape Town, but you weren't going to do it in one go, and so you had to stop over in Beaufort West. And uh, there's um, some great things about being in transit where you get to pop in at the Wimpy and you know you're going on holiday and you know where you're heading and you're excited about it but there's this space in between um, and then sometimes you wake up the next morning and um, the car won't start or there's a flat tire or like it's happened to us we can't find the keys of the motorcycle that was being driven with the car in convoy and so there's this interruption. But even with all the interruptions in transit, all the complications, all the delays, we endure because we know that this, is, this wasn't the plan. This is just the space between where we have come from and where we are going. And I want to read two scriptures to you this morning because like I say, transit is this temporary space that we have to get through to get to the place that we have planned to go, the picture we have in our mind, the beautiful photos, we know where we are going, but there is the space in between. The first scripture comes from 1 Peter 2 verse 11, where it speaks about us being temporary residents here on earth. And in Hebrews 13 verse 14, it says, this world is not our permanent home. We are looking forward to a home yet to come. So this morning, I want to use this opportunity to, to describe a journey for you, right? In the beginning, we find in the Word where, where it explains that God created everything and He cre created it so perfectly, right? He created out of love. He created us to be in a loving relationship with Him. He created everything to operate in perfect harmony, for us to be in perfect relationship with Him, for us to be in perfect relationship with each other. A space where there shouldn't have been any pain, any disappointment, any discontentment, any discouragement. The start of the journey. It goes on in the Word in Revelations at the end of the Bible to describe to us what the end of this journey looks like. And in Revelations 21, verses 3 to 5, it says this, God's home is amongst his people. He will live with them. He will wipe every tear from their eye. There will be no more death or sorrow or crying or pain because he will make all things new. We see the beginning of this journey. We see the end of this journey. But if you think of what I spoke of in the beginning, where so many of us are walking with the Lord, but we have come into places of, of pain and disappointment, and we find ourselves in the space between, 
and how often that leads us into that, that dead end of our, our walk with the Lord because we go, well, how can a, a, a good father allow these bad things to happen? Well, I was thinking about it as I was preparing, thinking, well, maybe it, it was probably meant to be a direct flight, no transit, where we were meant to stay in this uninterrupted relationship with our father, in perfect harmony with everything around us, enjoying all those good things. But you see, in relationship, God gave Adam and Eve a choice to be in relationship with him. And unfortunately, they made a choice to disobey something that God had said. And as a result, it introduced pain. It separated us. The sin separated us from our Father. It brought in, like I said, pain, discouragement, discontentment. And the devil goes and uses all those things. We've made this choice. It has separated us from our father. The sin has separated us from our father. And the devil says, but how can you even trust him? How can he be a good, good father when he allows bad things to happen? And I know for many of you, you you've even asked us the questions. You said, but he didn't heal but he didn't restore, but it feels like he didn't provide in that moment. And this morning, I really, I want to push home this thought and even this scripture found in Revelations where our God can be trusted, where he is faithful because he promises us. Revelations 21 uh, verses 3 to 5, he says, God makes his home amongst, amongst his people. He will live with them. He will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or sorrow or crying or pain. He will restore everything. He will make all things new. It might not happen in this space of transit, in the space between the perfect beginning and the perfect ending. But we have to hold on to the reality that God can be trusted and that he will restore and that he will heal and that he will make all things new. But I think we need to get a little bit practical about this because even in our own lives, we found ourselves in spaces where we have been asking this question, but it's not supposed to be this way. And so I just want to use this morning to share a few things that we can do to get through this middle temporary space between where we have come from and where we are going, what we know is good, what we've chosen, where we've seen the photographs, we've got the pamphlets, but we are still in this layover for some of us, it's short. For some of us, it's long. For some of us, there's lots of good and little bad. For others, there's lots of bad and little good. But yet, God is with us in this. He has promised us in his word that he will never leave us, that he will never forsake us. He even sent Jesus to, to walk this earth, to teach us how to do it, how to live in this temporary space so that we don't run into that dead end and abort, stop the journey, turn back. He wants us to push through, to endure our time of transit 
so that we do get to be reunited with him one day. And so some things that we can do in this middle temporary space, the first one is we have to have endurance. Endurance is described like this. It's a steady, constant, immovable, right, incapable of being diverted from a primary purpose or mission. I want that to sink in for us today. To, in, to have endurance means that you are incapable of being diverted from a primary purpose or mission. I guess I have to pose the question, do you know what that primary purpose and mission is? Do, do you have a picture of that photo? Have you got that pamphlet in your hand of where you know you're aiming for? This is just temporary. This is just that middle space. In James 1 verses 2 to 4, it says here, James 1 verses 2 to 4, Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. We need to allow our endurance to grow. And sometimes those hiccups in transit, those, uh, those um, tough times, they give us an opportunity for our endurance to grow. Another scripture in 1 Corinthians 15 verse 58 it says here, so my dear brothers and sisters, be strong and immovable. And I guess that's what I'm asking of you today. Can we, brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, can we be strong and immovable? Because yes, currently it might be cold and you might be uncomfortable and you might be sleeping on those chairs and you might not be able to afford to buy that packet of Pringles. Yes, it might be uncomfortable, but this is a temporary space. We have need of endurance. Endurance is knowing or being incapable of being diverted from a primary purpose or mission. Our goal, my goal, and I hope your goal today is that you will want to spend eternity with your Creator, your Heavenly Father. And uh, that is only possible by acknowledging what Jesus has done for us, accepting that sacrifice and knowing that the, the price that was paid has brought us back into relationship with our Father. We don't do it alone. He does it with us, right with us. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. Another thing that we can do while we are in transit is that we need to learn to wrestle well. What do I mean by that? We need to wrestle well between our feelings and our faith. We need to wrestle well between our emotions and the truth. Too often, so many people like say, say to us, yeah, but I just didn't feel in love anymore. Or I did it because I was feeling angry. I want to ask you this morning, do you give your emotions that much power? I hope not. I hope that you will... Train yourself and learn to wrestle well between your emotions, your feelings, and your faith. 
What do I mean by that? Faith is the truth of what God's Word says. This, this instructs us on how to get through difficult times. This gives us just all the, li- the instructions for life. And so emotions are not wrong. We all have them. They're good. They're given to us by the Lord. But are we wrestling the, the two well together? Are we choosing truth over emotions? And so I just want to really encourage you this morning that we learn to wrestle well in this temporary space in transit, not giving our emotions too much power, but allowing God's truth, the truth in his word to instruct us, teach us in the way that we should go. Another thing that we need to be doing in this temporary space, things that we need to be doing that we don't hit that dead end, all right, we need to learn to trust. We all know this word, we use it, but I know that it is so difficult. Trust means we have to be so vulnerable because when we trust, we release. It's not up to us. To trust means we don't always have to understand, we just have to trust. Trust is extreme and I know for so many of us, it's so difficult. But if I think back of instances in Ramon and my life, some of the pain really painful moments we've had to get through, the one thing that has really carried us through has been trusting in God because there were times we didn't understand. There were times it was so painful. There were times we wanted to give up. There were times where our anger was greater than our faith, where our sadness was greater than our faith, where our pain just overpowered everything. But in those moments, we had to choose to trust, to trust that God knows, to trust that he would carry us in those moments, to trust and reaffirm us and convince ourselves that he is still good, that he is still faithful. And so I want to ask you this morning, will you trust for the first time? Or will you just trust again? Will you release this heaviness that you are trying to understand where you just keep asking why? And will you trust that your heavenly Father will bring you through this space, this time in transit, this discomfort, this pain, and he will bring you to that final destination? You see, there will be pain in this life and often God uses pain to draw us closer to him I think so many of us have testimony of how our pain has brought us into relationship with Jesus. But you know what our pain also does? It makes us relate better to others. You see, because if I, see, if I think of the, the painful moments that we've had in our lives and where we've chosen to trust and we've seen God carry us through it, we use that experience to help someone else who finds himself in a similar situation And we help to navigate them through it to a place of victory. That our pain, when surrendered, when we trust God with that pain, we help someone not see it as a dead end, but see it maybe just as a a speed bump in the road and that they've got to just keep going and not turn back. And so this morning, maybe you just need to surrender that pain and and say, Lord, I'll allow you to use this to draw me closer to you and to draw me closer to others. 
another thing that's going to help us get through this place of transit, this temporary space, is community. I hope that you are not doing life alone because we were not created to do life alone. We need to have people around us that are, are carrying us when we can't walk anymore, that are holding our hands up when we can't lift them anymore, people that are speaking truth into our lives, people that speak faith when our feelings dominate, people that help us see our blind spots. Please don't do life alone. Surround yourself with people that, that have the same destination as you, the place that you know you want to go. And go together, do life together. If you haven't found that community, come and be with us. We will love you and do that journey with you so that we get through this space to the other side where we know all things are restored and God makes all things new. We have all found ourselves in a place where we have said, but it's not supposed to be this way. I've been there, you've been there. Some of us have even been brave enough to say, but why God? And my hope this morning is that having painted the big picture, you'll be able to continue trusting in a good, good God because his promise is that he will make all things new. For some of us, that happens on this side of eternity. For some of us, he has healed. He has restored. He has removed that intense pain. But for others, it hasn't happened yet on this side of eternity. And so I just, I want to ask that if you feel that you hit up against that dead end and you just want to throw in the towel and turn around and either go back to where you've come from or just find another way that you won't do that today. Because we know, as it was said in Revelations, that God will wipe every tear away. He will restore that joy again. He will make all things new. But we find ourselves in transit. 11-hour delay, 48-hour delay. We don't know. Different for all of us. But in this middle temporary space, let us endure. All right? Let us be immovable, knowing our destination, knowing where we want to get to. Let us wrestle well between our feelings and our faith, never allowing our feelings to dominate, but always welcoming in that truth, because that truth is what will direct us over that speed hump to our final destination. We've got to learn to trust, not always understand, but always trust. Proverbs 3, verse 5 and 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean on your own understanding. We can't always make sense of it. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make your path straight. Guys, and let's not do this alone. Don't do transit alone. Do it in community where we can encourage each other, support each other, carry each other, speak truth to each other so that we get to the end together. And so I guess I want to 
end off with this, going, what, what's your next step? After hearing all of this today, maybe you need to trust again. Maybe that's your next step today. Will you trust God again, even if you don't understand? Or maybe will you trust Him for the first time, knowing that He's good and that the plans He has for you are good? Maybe you just need to endure, to make that decision that I will continue, I will be immovable. You cannot shake me from knowing where I want to go. Maybe you need to get into community. You need to make that phone call or you need to pitch up somewhere and invite people to do this with you. I don't know today what your next step is, but I really want, you to, encourage, want to encourage you to take that next step so that we can move to that end destination, that beautiful reunion where we get to be with our Father face to face, uninterrupted, relationship, perfect harmony. It's what we were created for. Can I pray with you? Father God, I thank you, Lord, that you know all of us. Lord, you know where we've come from, Father God. You know our pain and our disappointment. Lord, you know our doubts, you know our fears, you know our emotions. And Lord, you love us. And I pray that today we will just hold on to that truth that we are loved by you father god and that you will carry us through to the place where one day we will be with you but lord while we are here will you help us to endure father god will you help us to trust you more father father god that we won't be dominated by our feelings but that we will allow your truth to direct our every step and Lord, that we will start to become vulnerable enough to allow community to speak into our lives. And so Father, even when we find ourselves saying it's not supposed to be this way, that that is not our dead end, Lord, but that that is just our speed up in the road, in the road because we know where we are going and what you have planned for us. And so Lord, I thank you that you give each of us the courage to just take our next, our next steps. Thank you for your Holy Spirit that, that lives with us and does life with us and instructs us and comforts us. He's our friend and we thank you so much for that. Father God, we commit our lives to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for listening this morning. If you need any prayer, you're welcome to click on that prayer tab and our host will be able to pray with you. And if you just need someone to talk to, come pop in and visit us. Contact us on any of our social media platforms. We want to do life with you. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. We trust that you found this message valuable. For more information on who we are or how you can get involved, please check out our website at bikerschurchmidrand.co.za or connect with us through social media on Facebook or Instagram. Beyond that, have a great day.